through. So God, we just thank you. We praise you in your son's wonderful and beautiful name, Jesus Christ. And all God's people said, amen. All right, I'm going to ask everyone to do something. I was wrestling uh, all morning if I was going to do this, and we're going to do it. And I, I, I'm going to ask you to trust me on this one, okay? Can everyone close their eyes? Yeah, everyone close your eyes. I'm not going to try and do some sort of illusion or anything. Everyone close their eyes. What I want you to do now with your, with your mind, with your eyes closed, I want you to picture your mother. Everyone got the picture of their mother? Now hear what God's word says. Honor your mother. With your eyes still closed, I want you to picture your father. And hear what God says. Honor your father. If you're a child out there, I want you to picture your parents and say, do I honor my parents? If you're a parent out there, imagine your children. Do my children honor me? I'll invite you guys to open your eyes now. And as we were picturing our parents, as I was doing this, even as I was driving this morning, don't ask me how I close my eyes and drive. It's a different story. But as I was picturing my parents, brought a smile to my face. And I saw some smiles out there even just now. But for some, if not many of us, it wasn't a smile when we thought about our parents. Maybe it was, there was some heartache. Maybe there was some hurt. And this morning as we approach this portion of scripture that is a great portion of scripture, but it's a portion of scripture that carries a lot of weight to it. And there's a heaviness to it. Because as we all know, our parents are not perfect. And we don't want to compare family to family, but parents are not perfect, and some of us have gone through some hard times. But God's word is still true when it tells us to honor our parents. And so I want to be not only sensitive, but I want to be obedient to God's word as we are going to honor our parents and think about what it means to truly honor our parents. Maybe you're here this morning and when I say there was some hurt and some heartache, you can identify with that. It resonates with you. Our culture and our society has an epidemic in it. And I, I wanna address this before we dive into the rest of, of, of scripture. Um, but the region and, and, and the understanding of parenting and our culture and our society has degraded over the last century and over the past centuries to where we are today. Um, there's an epidemic in our culture. It's an epidemic of rebellion where we are encouraged by our culture to rebel against authority. And in this, there are so many different facets of of culture that have fallen through the cracks and we do not honor our parents and we do not honor parenting in general as a culture. I'm gonna get real. Is that okay if we get real in church? Right? Our culture loves sex. Our culture is over-sexed. And because our culture has not only encouraged but actually promoted sex outside of the way God had had it, sex outside of marriage. There is this family 
structure that is beginning to fall through the cracks. And it is eroding. And there are certain aspects of parenting that are now neglected. And kids are being brought up in a world where God's model of a mother and a father is no longer present. And so we as the church, we as the church need to raise up and honor mothers and fathers and honor those who are parenting the way that now they see that the Bible has for them. Now, does that mean if, if you're here today and you exist outside of the perfect, this is exactly, does that mean you've missed the boat? No. Honor the Lord in everything you do and in the way that you are parenting. And God's will will be done. God is a God of grace and he's a God of redemption. And we as individuals and humans, it's not our place to judge and change that. It's, it's our place to honor people who are parenting. And so I want this morning to lay the foundation there that we are going to honor fathers and mothers regardless. Amen? Okay. I have more that I could say there, but I just want to dive in uh, to Scripture because, um, yeah, God's Word is good. Um, as Pastor Dave said, the first four commandments, we're, we're in the third part of, of our series through the Ten Commandments in our bigger series in Arrows Out Culture, which is the book of Exodus. Uh, and we're in the third part. And the first four commandments are commandments that are pertaining to us and God. And the last six are us pertaining to our neighbors. And it's amazing that Moses, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, starts with honoring our parents. Because in order for us to be able to honor our neighbors, we must first honor our parents, And if we can honor our parents, then we can honor all those around us. It starts with the family. God's model is for family, and so we're going to start with family. Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, again says this, Honor your father and mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Jesus not only quotes this, but he affirms that Moses says this in Matthew chapter 17 as Jesus is encouraging the Pharisees, that they should keep the law and not try and dodge it. You see, in the first century, they were trying to dodge some of the latter parts of this portion of Scripture. The context for this, when it says that your days may be long in the land and that we should honor our father and mother, in its literal meaning, what it is saying is, hey, children, when your parents get old, take care of them. As your parents begin to age and as you've moved out of the house, and you're starting your own family, it is your duty to honor your parents even until their old age and to take care of them. Wouldn't it be nice, and I'm not gonna set up a soapbox here and stand on some political thing, but wouldn't it be nice if we didn't need social security? Wouldn't it be nice if we didn't need welfare, but we just took care of each other and we took care of our families and kids, took care of their parents? That's God's idea and that's God's plan. And yes, we live in a broken world, and so we're going to do our best in the world in which we live. And we want to honor our parents and honor our Father in heaven. In Mark chapter 7, we see Jesus again, the same story that's being talked about in Matthew. But Jesus is talking to the Pharisees because the Pharisees, they were saying, hey, you know what? Rather than honoring our parents, we're just going to give to the temple and we're going to give to ourselves, kind of, and God will take care of our parents. 
And though God will take care of your parents, God's plan in taking care of our parents is for us to honor them. And so I want to encourage us, if, if we walk away with anything today, and I believe there's a lot we can walk away with, but if we walk away with anything, honor your mother and father. It goes so much more than just obeying. That's a part of it. It goes more than loving. It's actually, it's interesting. I didn't know this as I was doing my study, but I couldn't find in Scripture any place where it says, love your mother and father. Every portion it says, honor your mother and father. Now, how many of us know love is wrapped up in the honoring, but so often our culture and as parents, we want our children to love us, but we don't expect our children to honor us. In families, I know I've, I've seen it, whether it's movies or TV or I've heard it, but how many have heard, and we don't have to raise hands, uh, just wait until your dad gets home, right? Now, here's the thing with that. Our, our culture has set that up, and that's acceptable, but what that does is actually saying to the children, as mom, you don't have to honor me. I know you're just going to honor dad. But as mothers, our kids should be honoring us. And kids, you should be honoring your mom. When your mom says something, you should have the same fear you have of your father. Moms are important. God set it up so that they would serve side by side, mother and father. Now fathers, lest you get off the hook on that one. In our culture, and sadly in the church, how often do fathers treat their wife and the mother of their children as their firstborn kid? Where fathers talk to their wife, husbands talk to their wife as if she is just another one of the children. Push them around verbally, say things about them in front of the kids. No, that's not God's plan. God's plan is for mothers and fathers to work in tandem to raise families. And so, mothers, don't give ground and lessen how much your children honor you. And fathers and husbands, honor your wife, especially in front of your children so that you set the example. If husbands and wives, mothers and fathers are honoring one another in front of their kids... Their kids are going to see honor, and in following the example, they will honor their mother and father. Now, am I saying up here, husbands and wives never have disagreements? Well, that, I don't know, is possible, uh, and I don't know that it's healthy. But if you're going to have a disagreement, it doesn't need to be in front of the children. And if it is in front of the children, do it in an honoring way. There's a way to disagree and still honor. Let us, our, our cultures way miss this. But what if the church gets it and we begin to be a catalyst that we begin to see change in our schools and our culture as parents honor one another then as kids begin to honor their parents and authority figures begin to be honored as a result. You see, in the 20th century, the late 19th century and the 20th century and very much creeping into the 21st century, this the way parenting has even been taught from a psychological and sociological standpoint, it comes from this Freudian idea of we don't need authority figures 
Free thinking. Think for yourself. Kids, you don't need to honor your parents. Think for yourself. Man, you can love your parents. That's okay. But you don't need to honor them because if they tell you to do something, they're putting you in a box and and you're a free thinker. You should do what you got to do. And while there's some truth to little bits of that, when taken to the extreme, it erodes society. And so I want to encourage us this morning that we are to be people who honor our fathers and our mothers. So why should we honor our father and mother? Why should we honor our father and mother? Well, I think the simple answer is because God says so. We could leave right after that. God says honor my mom and dad, so I should honor my mom and dad. And God knows we're human, and God knows we don't like to listen to him all the time. So God gives a little incentive here. He says, so that your days may be long in the land. And so often we think of that as this blessing, it's, it's this benefit, but not only is it that, it's actually how society and the human race will continue on. If we honor our mothers and our fathers later on in life, we continue. And that example and that culture, that healthy culture begins to be passed down generation to generation. And, and, and what God does here in encouraging us and instructing us and commanding us to do these things He's actually showing us how that we can continue on a healthy culture and a healthy society that honors not only our mothers and fathers, but honors him. Parents are patient. Parents are kind. They're humble. They're loving. They're merciful. They're strong. And they're by no means perfect. But all of these attributes are things that should pull us to honor them. How many of you have been blessed by mercy? How many of you have been blessed by love, by grace, by humility, by patience? There is an honor that is due as a result. As I look at these different attributes of a parent, they're attributes that are laid out for us in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. What does 1 Corinthians chapter 13 say? It says, love is patient, love is kind, And as we begin to look at 1 Corinthians 13 and we see all the descriptive words of love, those are the same kind of words that could be used to describe parents. But not only that, if God is love, then these are words that describe God. And God is our heavenly father. And if there is any example for parenting that we should follow, it's of the greatest, the spiritual parent, our spiritual father, God in heaven. So what I want us to imagine this morning is a coin. And if I have a coin here, on one side is our earthly parents and our earthly responsibility to honor our parents. And on the other side is our heavenly father and our responsibility to honor him. And as we flip it up and it lands, we catch it, we put our hand and we see, oh, it's our parents, our earthly parents. We honor our parents here on earth. That coin has another side, and that other side is just as important, actually even more important. Because just as we honor our parents, I believe wholeheartedly that Moses, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, is writing these things down because not only are they a physical, practical thing for us to do here in the now, in the physical world, but they are a foreshadowing and there is something beyond, there's something deeper, there's something spiritual, just as we need to honor our physical parents, we need to honor 
our spiritual parent. That's God the Father. So what I want us to do this morning, as we look at God and how God is patient, God is kind, God is humble, loving, merciful, strong, we should honor God. And what are some ways that we can honor God? And what are some ways that we can honor our parents? I've got seven points for each, which means I have a 14-point sermon that's about to begin. Y'all ready for that? Okay, no, it's going to go a lot faster than really it could. Parents, how do we honor our parents? Seven ways to honor our parents in one bonus way. If you're a kid and you still live at home, here's the bonus. Obey your parents. And all the parents said amen, right? Obey your parents. Your parents have lived a life. There were times where my dad would tell me to do things and I thought he was crazy. Honest confession, Pastor Dave, I thought you were crazy sometimes. <laughs> but now that I'm 28 and lived a little bit of life outside of my parents' home, my eyes are open just a little bit. I, I will never claim to be there yet. But I'm beginning to understand some of the wisdom and life experience that parents have. And there's a reason not to climb the tree and jump out of the eight-foot-high branches. Injuries can happen. You never think it if you're a kid. Injuries don't exist, right? It's a terrible example. There's actually like some real practical things. Uh, kids, honor your parents. Honor your parents and obey them. Obey them. You can obey without loving, but I don't think you can love without obeying. And so children, love your parents, obey your parents, and in doing those two, you will be on the way to honoring them. Here are seven ways that we can honor our parents. The first one, you can forgive your parents. Like I said earlier, not every parent is perfect. I don't believe there is a perfect parent. And if there is, and you know them, let us know because we'll set them up and they'll do a great parenting seminar and we'll, we'll pay for everyone to go to it. I don't know if I can say that, but we will. If you know the perfect parent. But not all parents are perfect. That means they have flaws. We all have flaws. I think the number one way we can honor our parents is forgiving them. I heard one person say it this way, if you can forgive your parents, then you can forgive anyone. And I think the first step for us honoring our parents, no matter what stage of life you're in, is to forgive your parents. The next way we can honor our parents is to speak well of them. Speak well of your parents. Speak well of your parents. It might be hard. But we should seek in all things to honor. And so we speak well of our parents. Third way, esteem them both publicly and privately. How many of us know coming to church, it's easy to put on a mask. 
It's easy to masquerade ourselves around, but when we're in the private, we can be a different person. I want to encourage every single one of you here this morning to esteem your parents both publicly and privately. Doesn't mean you have to agree with everything they do and say, but esteem them. Another way we can honor our parents is to seek wisdom. Seek their wisdom. Whether you feel like they were an amazing parent or a terrible parent, they have wisdom that can help us grow. I remember one time I was with my mom. My mom gave me some great advice. We were eating sushi. um, And she said, hey, Matt, as you're growing up, as you're going to be thinking about starting a family here soon, I want you to take the good and leave the bad. Your dad and I tried to set a good example. Take the good and leave the bad. I want to encourage every single one of us Seek wisdom from your parents because they have wisdom. Another way that we can honor our parents is to support them. Support them, what they're going through. Just like when there's a wedding ceremony and we say in sickness and in health, richer and poor, I think the same can apply to us honoring our parents later on in life. Because there's a good way of doing that and there's a bad way of doing that and if you just abandon your parents who invested and we just abandon that's not honoring but we are to support them and the last way that we can honor our parents not the last way just the last of the seven I I have is to provide for them whether that's monetarily or whether that's just being there provide love provide friendship Fellowship, some hospitality, provide for our parents. So what are some ways that we can honor God? I believe they mirror very well. But as children of God, just like children of physical parents, we should obey. As children of God, we should obey God. God's word has a lot. And though society likes to tell us this book is full of rules and all it is is rules. It's not. There's a lot more than that. But there are some great things that God says in here. And there are some things that he commands us to do. And we should obey our Father in heaven. The first way, obedience is that bonus way, okay? The the first way that we can honor God is to submit to him. Submit to his authority in our life. Another way that we can honor our Father in heaven is to worship him, to sing his praises, but not just sing those songs of thanksgiving and praise, but living our lives as worship unto the Lord. Having our conduct be that that is a conduct of worship, worshiping him in spirit and in truth. Here's one that I think mirrors the honor that we give to our physical parents, it mirrors very well. Let our public honoring of God mirror our private honoring of God. If we're here on Sunday morning and we're jumping up and down and worship, hands raised, that, that better be the way you worship God in your closet because if that's all you do at church so that people see, shame on us. 
Our private worship, our private honoring, our private relationship with God should reflect what we do in public. And if we are publicly gung-ho, we should be privately gung-ho. Honoring God with everything. Another way we can honor God, just like we can honor our parents by seeking their wisdom, seeking the Lord's face, seeking the wisdom that he has for us. Great example of that would be going to the Lord in prayer. How many of us, not by raise of hands, but how many of us think that we could pray maybe a little bit more and spend a little bit more time with our Heavenly Father? What's a great way to seek his face and seek wisdom? Read the very words that he's given us. God's word is important and should be paramount. It's one of the primary ways God speaks to us today. If you hadn't seen your mother or father in years, and all of a sudden you went out to the mailbox, or here we'll get culturally relevant, you opened up your email, <laughs> and you had a letter from your parents you hadn't heard from in, let's say, five years. Do you tear up the envelope and throw it away? Or do you read it and see, what are they saying? What do they want to tell me? Or when you get the text message as you're driving, don't open it while you're driving. But when you get the text message from your parent, do you just like, ah, delete it? No, we read them. We read them. It's a very big email. It's, it's too many words for a Twitter post. It makes a great letter, and God wrote it to us because he loves us, and he wants to have communication with us. We should spend time in his word and seek his face. Another way that we can honor our heavenly father is to do his will. To do his will. We see no less than four times in the New Testament where the New Testament writers say, this is the will of God for you. Jesus himself said, I come to do the will of my father. What was the will of the Father? To seek and to save the lost. Here's a great way you can honor your Father in heaven. Share him with the people around you. Be evangelistic. Let someone know that there is a heavenly Father who loves them no matter what shortcomings our earthly parents have. There is a heavenly Father who loves, who cares, who saves one of the greatest ways we can honor God is to obey him in his great commission to us. Go into all the world, not just when you have the opportunity, which you should use the opportunities when you have them, but we should go every day. God, who's gonna be in my path? Or rather than even who's gonna be in my path, God, I know there's a lot of people in my path. I need to share your love and your good news and your plan of salvation with everyone I come into contact with. I think another way that we can honor God is to be his hands and feet. Jesus, talking to the disciples, he talks about how 
when he was in bondage, when he was in prison, and when he was hungry, and when he was uh, beat up on the side of the road, that, that there were those who cared for him. And the disciples say, well, when did we do these? And Jesus said, whenever you have done to the least of these, you've done it unto me. Another portion of scripture says, he who lends to the poor lends to the Lord. Being a people who care for the needs of others is a great way in which we can honor our Father in heaven. He cares for us. Scripture even tells us, cast your burdens unto him, for he cares for you. And he's invited us to be a part of that with him, to care for the needs of those around us and those with inside the church as well. So this morning, as we look at what it means to honor parents, as we look at what it means to honor our fathers and our mothers, as we have a day dedicated in our 365 years to honor moms, there's the examples of what it means to be a good parent. And the best example is God the Father. And then for us as individuals, what it means to honor our parents can be summed up in what it means to honor our Father in heaven. Because if we begin to honor God, and as we begin to go through all these things, one of those things is going to be to honor our earthly parents. And as I said earlier, Moses is writing these things down. God is giving these things to Moses on the top of Mount Sinai, and now we have them in Scripture under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. God gave us this mandate to honor our mother and father. Wrapped up in that is to love. Wrapped up in that is to obey. But it paints a broader picture, something that exists on a spiritual level, about how we are to honor our Father in heaven. And so I want to encourage each and every single one of us today, as I'm going to invite the worship team to come back up, as we're going to be closing here, and we have a gift for all of the ladies. Uh, come on up and grab a flower after service. But as we honor our moms, as we honor our dads, let us be reminded of what it means to honor our Father in heaven. To not only submit to him, but to worship him. To let our public be that that is which in our private. To seek his face, to do his will, to be his hands and feet. And as we do these things, to honor our parents, to forgive them, to speak well of them, to esteem them publicly and privately, to seek their wisdom, to support them, and to provide for them. Because as we honor our father and mother, the Lord has given us a promise. Paul even points this out in Ephesians. He says this is the commandment that has a blessing so that your days may be long in the land. I want to encourage each and every single one of us as we begin to or continue in this culture of honor, a culture of honoring our parents. I believe God has set us up, just like he says in the New Testament, he says, you are a city on a hill. The world cannot but see us. And if we are a culture that honors, and if we are a culture that loves and obeys, then maybe the culture outside of the church will begin to shift as we do this in public and in private. Amen? Amen, well, let's pray. Dear God, we just thank you so much 
for your word. God, we thank you. Uh, God, we thank you for our parents. God, we thank you for those who have parented us. Maybe it's an aunt or an uncle, grandma or grandpa. Maybe it's a cousin. Maybe it's just a young person who has a neighbor and they, they parent the neighbor. God, as we seek to be good parents, God, help us every day to follow your example. And as children, all of us are children. God, may we honor our parents, both physical and spiritual. God, help us honor our moms and dads. God, I pray that you would soften our hearts. Areas where there is hurt, where there is heartache. God, I pray that in the same way you loved us amidst our failures. God, give us your heart to love and to forgive our parents. God, help us take care of our parents. Help us provide for them. God, help us speak well of them and to esteem them. God, and as we do these things, help us honor you. Because God, you are so good and you are so gracious. And your love for us is so amazing. God, help us live our lives as worship. God, help us daily seek your face. help us submit to you. I know that's hard to do sometimes, but God, help us submit to you and honor you. God, we want to be a culture that honors so that our life may be long in the land. God, and if we honor you, knowing on that spiritual side, the living long in the land is we have a hope and it's the eternity and a future with you. So God, as we eagerly await your return, may we be people who honor. So God, we thank you. We praise you. We pray all these things in your wonderful and beautiful name, Jesus Christ and all God's people said.